Yeah. Oh, better? Okay. Yeah, way, way better. All right. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Almost like eating a drumstick. So I was just about to say corn on the cob. <laughs> <laughs> a corn on the <laughs> we're, drumstick. We're both on different foods here. Yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, so yes. you said last week, if I've seen this, and I, I heard now, I heard a lot of people talking about it, like, free Britney Spears. And I was like, yes. Same. So, I thought she was kidnapped for a second. So you watched which it. Which is kind of true yes so so basically this thing it was it's an episode on new york times presence on hulu it was aired february 5th i didn't watch it obviously on you know the day that it aired but ever since it did everyone started talking about it it's called framing britney spears it's about a little over an hour long but basically it's about apparently um britney spears is in what's called a conservatorship do you know what that is um she is married to a conservative (laughs) yes no so okay so i didn't know what that is either but um there's basically so i wrote friggin eight pages of notes here (laughs) all right that's good that's good go ahead (laughs) because i didn't know um so by definition uh A conservator is a person, official, or institution designated to take over and protect the interests of an incompetent person. So what Britney Spears is, which I believe it happened in 2008, um, Britney Spears entered into what's called a conservatorship. um, And willingly. Yes, willingly. So, um, in two thousand, so, so in two thousand eight, I was in eighth grade. Britney Spears was, I, I don't know, an idol, but she was definitely a person I listened to, like CDs, and you know, I had her CDs and her posters. And, okay, so hold on. So two thousand eight, that's thirteen years ago. Yeah. So she's been in this conservatorship for over twelve years. So how old, she's more or less my age, right? I would say so. Yeah, actually. Or she's forty. She she's is. probably forty something. She's older than me. Yeah, we can look this up. Okay, so thirteen years. So she's she's probably about thirty years old. Yeah. Okay. So she's 30 and she agrees to be basically right legally owned by She is 39. 39. Okay. Okay. So So back in 2008, um so she 27. She's 27 then. Yeah. 13 so or 26. Again, 2008, I was in 8th grade. Um she Obviously, was a singer. She's very famous. She got very popular. She was a little girl. She was in Mickey Mouse um, Clubhouse, whatnot, whatever. Got famous. I think everybody knows that she's infamous for the shaving of the head. All that stuff happened to her, right? So, actually, watching this documentary was super interesting. Um, Which, by the way, is pretty fucked up because, like, even uh, even us normal people, mm-hmm. we all have our breakdowns. Every, yeah, you know 100%. what I mean? Like, and we just have a normal life where, you know, where it's like, what a bad day at work. Ah, right. Mm-hmm. Like, so considering what she was going through, that's a pretty mild breakdown. Yeah. Like, but like, it's been immortalized forever because she had like a bad moment. Yeah. You, you know, that's pretty, it's that's pretty what unfair. everybody, yeah, that's what everybody knows her as. So I have a little timeline very short of her uh, a timeline very short of her uh kind of stepping into fame okay. um 
So basically, as she started getting famous, 1998 is when she started performing at malls. Um, before, when she started performing at malls, it would just be performed. People would be shopping. After she performed on stage, she would herself go shopping. But obviously, as yeah, she got more popular, um, she wasn't able to go shopping in the malls anymore. Everyone just crowded her. It was really big. Then they, of course, moved out of malls and into stage. And then that's when she got deals and stuff. Um so then 1999 is when she got um, the whole MTV deal. She got, obviously, produced a lot of videos, shows. She was very, really uh, busy. 1999 was also in the midst of the whole um, Clinton and Lewinsky scandal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this documentary on Hulu, they talk about that going on the same time as Britney Spears becoming um, more popular. A lot of people regarded Britney Spears as over-sexualized and uh, yep. the whole you know scandal yep. with that and her dressing the way she is and being a teenager. The teenage years is where basically... It hit me, baby, one more yes, time. Yes, uh-huh. And then the music video, she's dressed in a schoolgirl outfit, right? Yeah. So it's like... I didn't have a problem with. Yeah. <laughs> I was... 17 and i'm like <laughs> i support this form of artistry I don't see anything wrong this is absolutely that's great more <laughs> so she, and when you're a teenage girl they say in the documentary which is so spot on they say you're a girl that wants to be an adult so you know you're you're essentially you're young and you shouldn't be dressing like an adult but you want to dress like so she was really kind of hitting all the marks with the teenage girls they all obviously adored her including me right so basically, um, that was all happening in 1999. There was even, I think they showed in the documentary, um, even I think there was the, I forgot if it was like a governor's wife of somewhere, but all these moms, she was also getting some hatred because of the way she was dressing and things like that. And there was a mom of a governor or something that phoned in um, or made a comment, I think, and they had that recorded it was during an interview, a separate interview. And the mom was saying, if I had a chance to, to, uh, shoot britney spears i definitely would what yes a grown ass mom herself said this about a teenage girl just because of the way she was dressing and singing yeah and britney spears was it was doing an interview when they played that back for her and she just says something you know like i can't believe she would say that i mean i'm still a girl yeah dude like don't watch it. D yeah, don't exactly. <laughs> like, if you dude, don't on want the your spectrum daughters. of bad things in life, like it's it's pretty high. It's it's like like it's not that low. Yeah, like you have murders and rapists and God knows, like take a stroll down the red light district. Yeah, and then come back and watch a Britney Spears music video and see how you feel. Yep, come on, man. Yeah, come on. So she was getting a lot of lash um, from that. Then she was a lot of her interviews, interviews that they were showing all the interview people were, you know, males and they were one interview guy uh, interviewer. He said, oh, so, you know, it's what everyone's talking about. And she says, so innocent. She's just so cute. She goes, oh, what? And he goes, your breasts. What? Yes. Hundred percent. He said that. And she just laughs very nervously. And, you know, there's other interviews. Oh, so who's your boyfriend at the time? And and they just make it a point in the documentary to showcase that she's a, fe a new female artist. It's rare at this time for female artists to get popular. And she's being, you know. Well, see, the, there's nothing wrong with being like, you know, so who are you dating? Or, yeah, or right, right. Because, like, I, I know it, it sounds, I don't actually, I don't know how this is going to sound. I don't fucking care. But, like, <laughs> it's kind of like, look, if you want to be famous... Okay, the trade-off for hundreds of millions of dollars is you kind of sign up for whether you like it or not. You, you, 
the public life, right? Like yeah. you're sharing your life and public life with everybody. And that's kind of the trade-off, right? Millions of people get a piece of you. Whereas like you and me, we share our lives with what? 10 people, maybe <laughs> yes. max. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you're a celebrity and you're famous, hundreds of millions of people. And so, you know. I think just back then it wasn't, no one really knew kind of how to handle celebrities as 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 they are now. I mean, today, when you see celebrities, you go, oh, they know what they're getting themselves into. But I think back then, yes, there was famous people, but I mean, the paparazzi that surrounded her, it was, it's all still new. I mean, now they have laws with paparazzi, you know, the distance and all that stuff that they didn't have back then. Too. Well, I, yeah, I think, I think, well, my original point was, it's fine, like, kind of, like, asking those kind of questions, but once you get to, like, the physical, the sexual, yeah. so it's like, so... Have you had your first period? Like, what the fuck? Oh, and they also... What's my ABC? Like, Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, there was also another interview. I think it was in a different language because they were showing the clip and she had headphones on where I think she was listening to the translator. Yeah. And she said, am I what? And she kind of listened again. And then she says, oh, am I... Oh, am I a virgin? And what? Yes, yeah, they no, at, they're at, yes, they're asking her if she's a virgin. And that was at the time she was dating uh, Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And they asked her that. And then she, and then she kind of, again, na- laughs nervously. And she says, yes, I still am. I'm waiting for marriage. And, yeah, see, know. that's inappropriate yeah, there's, regardless there's, of what decade which, or again, era you're I mean, in. I was an eighth grader. I didn't know any of this. But reading about it now and then listening to, or uh, yeah. watching the documentary and you're seeing all of this, you kind of realize, oh, that's not. Okay. And also, like what you're saying, how like things have changed and evolved. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you the internet has done it. Because before that, you know, you had a lot of paparazzi, but it was more or less like, it was, it, it, it was kind of like maybe, maybe a dozen news networks that were just trying to get like, get that one Polaroid picture of you walking out or whatever. But then once you, the internet and TMZ and 24 seven, and then that's a whole, so I think that's when the big laws came in restrictions. So yeah, 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 totally. So she, uh, basically, yeah, that was all going on with her. So then she gets with Justin Timberlake, which again, that was probably the, they say again, documentary, uh, they say that was one of the first, if not the first, kind of really big celebrity uh, couples that everyone just went crazy over. You know, this the, is Netflix or who? This is on Hulu. Yeah, super good. Again, it was only a, a little over an hour. Definitely would recommend it. Um, so again, she's with Justin Timberlake. Everyone adores them. Everyone starts to you know want to know everything that's happening with them. Then the whole scandal breaks, and you know about she, she cheated on him and things like that. And even me, I remember. I don't remember that at all. Well, I, dude, again. I'm oh, I don't know. I don't know if you're being sarcastic. No, I'm, ser- no, I'm being serious. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I don't know. So, I, I, I'm, I'm a guy, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, okay. My interest in Britney Spears was she's hot, <laughs> right? Like, I didn't know yeah. anything about her Dance life, is, yeah, or like. So, so okay, yes, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. So she, they, she was with Justin Timberlake. Then they broke up. Of course, again, tabloids and everything yeah. started trying to you know spread rumors of why they broke up then justin timberlake uh releases his music video crimea river which um if you watch it it's basically it, it is britney spears in it he has a, a woman that's blonde in it and it honestly it's the um 
perfect, I guess, quote, perfect male revenge story. So in the music video, Crimea River, it's him. He goes, why did you leave me all alone? And it's him depicting that basically she cheated on him. And in the music video, he's getting back at her by like kissing but, another. But did she cheat on him? So no one really, I mean, from the documentary and then, I mean, from my perspective, I don't think either one of them had confirmed that she cheated on him. But it's sad, too, because in the documentary, they're showing inter uh, interviews of her after the whole scandal. And everybody, which, I, again, I didn't realize when I was younger, everyone, the first things they say, well, what did you do to him? You know, what did yeah. you do wrong? And, uh, you know, so so what really happened between you guys that you did? And they're they're already putting the blame on her mm -hmm. and because he already kind of he came out first. He came out and said his thing in the, the form of this music video. Yeah. It was really sad. Um, there was also a clip that they showed where Justin Timberlake was on a uh, radio show. And it was, you know, all these guys. And they go, okay, but tell us, like, did you hit that? You know, kind of thing, joking around, you know. Yeah. And then yeah. Justin Timberlake, he's like, no, nah, I mean, no. He's like, come on, did you? And then he goes, yeah, I sucked her. And then they all start laughing. Yeah. So he says that on a radio In an interview? In a, in a radio talk show. He's like, yeah, I sucked her. And then go, aha. And they're all joking. And, and then, you know, he goes, no, nah, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. But. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's so it, it was just a very they were trying to make it come across as, you know, they're just. Uh, but now how old were they at this time? Her and Justin. So um, their teenage years. 19. Maybe. Yeah. I yeah. Don't really I, don't, I don't know. That. I mean, obviously, that's wrong to do for both. For, you know, but it's kind of like. Is anyone perfect at 18, 19? Mm -hmm. I don't right. know. So it's and and then they also kind of showcase that again because she was getting so she got so popular and it's a very kind of new territory. She was doing these interviews by herself with no direction on really how to handle Where her parents or lawyer. Yeah, so that's a whole other thing of the documentary PR is manager. that her dad was never really a part of the picture. Yeah. He I think was a part of her life a little bit, but then he got into alcohol and other things and just wasn't a part of it and her mom when she was first kind of getting famous um she has a you know a younger sister and so her mom at the time i think uh had to take care of a younger sister so they had some family friend take her to her auditions and things in new york and um just i mean no you, one at really the very knew least her, you would think. think the pr manager would be like look your your, your mom and dad don't give a fuck yeah so like let me coach you he, here's how you avoid stuff let me set you up with the correct let me right it's so weird. Just, it's like everyone even, failed she, her on yeah, every level. I don't even know if she if she had a a PR manager. I mean, there's interviews of her, and again, when they're asking like, "What did you do?" and whatnot, and she's she's still gracious about it because you know she's nice. But then you know she she starts she's crying and you know she she, she had to grow up like twenty years. Yeah, in two years. Exactly. Yeah. So she um, that whole thing blows over. I think in um, two thousand four ish is when she meets um, Kevin Federline. I think. <laughs> Popo Zhao. Oh, oh man, <laughs> forgot about that guy. So then she has babies with him, which of course increases Pearl? every. Yeah, I think she has two sons from him. Yeah, so she had one baby, and then when they had their first baby, you know, they go on Ellen, and of course everybody again wants to know everything about her and her life. Paparazzi increases following her. Was it a C-section? <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. Um, being a new mom, of course, you see her. She's you know trying to hide her kid. Um, there's pictures you know she's in the car trying to you know hide her baby baby's not in the car seat because she's just hugging it while she's driving um people say that's not right and then she goes well that's how i was taught she was like i was just worried that you know you guys were so close to my baby all these things just literally anything that she would do with her kids or just do in public people would scrutinize her it was right. it was awful 
So that was, you know, 2004 till I think she shaved her head in 2007. It's when she had her mental, you know, if I guess mental breakdown, I don't really know. But she shaved her head. And then, of course, you know, basically starting from then, I think after she had her babies is when, uh, you know, she would just have her uh, spurts of where paparazzi would just kind of hound her and get at her and then say, oh, she's having another breakdown. So I think in 2008, a year after the whole shaving the head incident, is when she was placed on a medical hold in a hospital. It was called like a, in the documentary, they say 50, 5150 hold. 5150, yep. Yeah. That's when you're not allowed to have weapons. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so, um, I think it lasts three years. Yeah. So when she was, so that, when that happened. Well, who, 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 who put her? I don't know. I don't know if she did it herself or if it was a family member. Hmm. But because when that happened, her dad kind of comes back in the picture, and that's when he filed for a temporary conservatorship um, over her. And so what I was also learning... Including control for money? Yeah, so what I was learning... Yeah, exactly. What I was learning is that a conservatorship... What a loving father. uh, So a conservatorship, there's two types, actually. So there's a conservatorship of the person which is where you have control of their medical their medical care, their treatments, what to eat, etc. And then there's conservatorship of their estate, which is where you have control of their finances, you know, make sure they don't they can avoid fraud, you control what they spend, whatever. So, um what her dad did was basically temporary conservatorship of both. So he was in control conservatorship of per, her person and estate. Um, but you're saying there's two types of conservatorship? Yeah. So let me. Um, there's the estate kind. Yeah. And then so, there's the whole like eat better kind. Yes. <laughs> That's the, what it's You called. can only have broccoli and not pizza kind. <laughs> Fuck that. Take my estate. <laughs> and then the yes, the estate. Um, okay. So let me just read a little. Oh, yeah. So I have a note on here that says her dad. Um, struggled with alcohol he wasn't around much growing up and he actually later did go into rehab himself Um, and he also does uh, during her childhood have different jobs on and off and later he does file for bankruptcy so that was all during her childhood so yeah really not much around uh, needs money he's a broke-ass bitch Okay. So there's two kinds so, of Yes, two, two kinds, kinds of, of conservatorship. conservatorship. When she was first hospitalized, her dad uh, her dad filed for temporary conservatorship uh, of both person and estate. So Now, just really quick, she has to agree to this cuz she's over 18? Yes. So she was like this sounds like a good idea. Yes. Okay. So, so. and the thing to note about conservatorships is that they're actually intended for mainly the elderly where the elderly cannot like the senile function. delusional yes. yeah. yeah where they believe you know as an elderly person you don't want to uh, uh, be taken advantage of and fraud and things like that so that's when they will themselves agree to this conservatorship it's also unlikely that um, or unusual that the conservatorship is controlled by her dad when you would think a conservatorship should be controlled by someone that knows legal shit, I guess. Um, so yeah, because she has, I think she has both her babies at this time already and she's been through all these, you know, 
And she's divorced by now from Kevin? I think she is, yes. So she's also divorced from him. Um, they're also going, we're going through uh, their own legal battle with the kids um, because she had one of her, uh, one of the mental breakdowns. I think the court ruled in his favor that he would have full custody and she couldn't. Dude, this is, at this point, it's got to be like, this is not how I want yeah. my life to oh, go. Oh, yeah, 100%. So when they do She this, was on top of the world and just cratered. Yeah. Like, which again it's so crazy to watch this documentary because you see all these factors like you said that are just weighed against her that are not in her favor and unfortunately it's just she's the tip almost the typical uh you know cause and effect of paparazzi and the tabloids yeah, did you and, lean on something mm-hmm. it's, it's gonna snap and what and there's you know it's crazy to see how close the paparazzi gets to her when she's you know driving or just walking or whatever and in the in the documentary there's a uh a, a, a photographer that was assigned to her and the people that were interviewing him kind of like the office where they're talking behind the camera and the camera's just on him oh yeah, yeah, yeah. behind the camera behind the screen they, they ask oh and did you ever think that she didn't want you to uh, uh photograph her did you ever think that she wanted you to leave her alone and then he said no, I mean, you know, she she didn't give any indication of that that she didn't like us there, didn't want us there. And then the the person behind the camera, I think she says, "Well, what about the time she said leave me alone?" <laughs> <laughs> and then, then the guy goes, "Could you decipher? Could you crack that code?" <laughs> and then the guy says, "Well, we just thought just for the day, even you know, not not forever." I'm like, no. I, I, I mean, it depends I, on the, the context. Yeah, the, the way sometimes, you know our parents or something just leave yeah. me alone yeah but then there's like yes that she yeah. i mean and there's so many circumstances there was another interaction with a, a paparazzi she had where she got an umbrella from the car and she I remember that. you know was hitting hit the, the yeah hitting the car yeah. there's so i think so many things where i think at that point if she was saying so leave all me this alone, was in the span of one year probably longer i would say maybe mm. um i think in my notes it, it's like the snap and the but Honestly, he might be right. It might have been a year because she married him in 2004. Like getting married, having a kid, getting divorced. So, okay, snapping. so she, yeah, so she, um, I have in my notes, 2004 is, I put babies with Kevin. And then 2007. <laughs> Sounds like a sitcom. 2007, head shaved. So, <laughs> so uh, shitty book chapter yeah so about th- i would say three four years i think is kind of just her going going downhill okay. um oh so the kids are like three or four or five years old yeah all yeah so they're sort of they're not baby babies they're you know little little toddlers at that point but again judge um the family Wait, so the kids are like 17 now mm-hmm. wow mm-hmm. dude. so um uh let's say so yeah the family courthouse judge removed her ability to see her children that was in 2007 so then 2008 that's a bit much dude. yeah Come yeah on, man. for a mother come, come on. Fuck on man 2008 she was placed on medical hold um and then basically like i said it was a temporary conservatorship you would think at least kevin would be like as a damn dude i didn't even ask for that i didn't even ask for 100 percent. but come i mean fuck on, man. i think at that point because of so many things happening possibly him as a father just worried about his kids and her not being able to take care of them dude i would still dude even if my wife the or mother of my children was straight fucking delusional yeah 
like Alzheimer's, dementia, I would still not do 100%. Do you think, but do you think, uh, would you be worried about your kids being around her? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm not and saying. Gr- and growing up, oh, my mom doesn't like act right or or, or, or yeah, that I, affecting them. Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't, I'm not saying like, I'd be like, okay, you can have them for a week. But like, dude, like visit or like yeah. you can come so, see. What are those called? Uh, Not parental uh. Like you, visitation right yeah yeah where you have somebody watching her to, to while she's with the kids yeah whatever that you know, i yeah i don't have any kids called. but yeah, yeah but i <laughs> sure that. that's like a, it's a coin, court court appointed thing like, yeah. i forgot what it's called where yeah. where she has visitation rights but there has to be a, a court person there to yeah. watch her i forgot what the mean the thing's called but yeah so so that's really obviously hard on her um and then obviously speculation she's been dealing with mental illness issues drug abuse issues blah 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 um I believe, so six days after she was hospitalized, uh, the courts granted temporary conservatorship to her dad. And again, this is both person and estate. Um, a lawyer by the name of Adam, um, Adam Streisand, got a call from Brittany's family attorney to talk to Brittany. So he basically met with her at, at this hotel. Um, and his he talks on the documentary and he says... You know, my first intentions of going into that hotel is that I wanted to make sure she was of sound mind. Basically, he said, I wanted to make sure that she was of sound judgment to hire me as her own, you know, as her lawyer and, you know, make sure she was sane enough. So he said that he went in there and he established that she did have sound judgment and she was perfectly capable. Um, And he said the first thing that she told him said, I know I won't be able to avoid this conservatorship but i don't want my dad to be the conservator i want a professional and someone independent dude that's fair fair fucking beyond fair fair. in fact probably how is that it should be almost legally required yeah to be like either a professional or a family member and a professional yes like i don't know how you could yeah so they so basically um after he met with her, for some reason, he went to court with her, but he actually then wasn't allowed to represent her. And instead, they gave her a different dude by the name of Samuel and made him her lawyer for whatever reason. They, I guess they didn't like the guy. Um, so again, let's see. So the um, I believe when they went to court, the conservatorship was then made permanent. Um, what? Yeah, so permanent it wasn't it was no longer temporary permanent um again her dad owns person and estate so um like she can't request yeah but again for it to be permanent she has to agree to it yes but also at this point she has she's already been labeled as mentally unstable and all these things against her of uh drug abuse and all these things where like she said to the guy that she met at the hotel, I know I won't be able to avoid this conservatorship. And at this point, her main concern, which, what people Well, right there, the fact that she said, I can't avoid it means she didn't have a choice. Cause she, she does. She, I think she does have a choice, but the fact that she says, I can't, I, I know I can't avoid this. What they say in the documentary is that her main concern was seeing her kids again. So and the judge she, was like, you don't have to take this conservatorship, but I will only allow consideration for future visitations if you take this 
I think so. Like it was probably like but, an so implied it, stipulation. Yeah. To, so at that, well, at that point, it, she was already under the temporary. So she was already a temporary conservatorship. Um, and if I remember correctly, um, you know, they already had basically they already had control of all her shit. So she had to agree to this, I think, or at least I think she felt she had to agree to this in order to function the rest of her life as, okay, you know, I can hopefully see my kids again. I can hopefully go out and do all these things. I don't, it's like, it almost sounds like she was just straight fucking swindled. Yeah. You know, I, I, it, by definition, I would say, yes, you have a choice, but the fact that this, that conservatorship is also meant for elderly that can't decide for themselves. It's really weird that I don't, I don't know if they, they necessarily, it's weird to say, but have a choice in it because it's almost that, the, that someone is deciding it for them. So I, I, I definitely watch the documentary because, I mean, I'm not obviously an expert. I just, it's kind of how they went. I just, I, 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 it, it's kind of like when... Um, but I don't it think she's like, well at this point. Sorry, I, I don't think she's well at this point either. I think she, I mean. She's, I thought you said the guy walked in and found that she was of sound mind. Well, yeah, that's what that's what he said. But uh, I, I mean, in where she is in life, oh, you know, oh, like, oh, 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 yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah, she's yeah, not yeah, yeah. on the, her deathbed or anything. But I think where she's at in life, I think she's kind of desperate at this point to get better and to do, to any any help to do better. And I don't think that she views the conservatorship as a necessarily as a bad thing at this point because yeah. she wants it. I, I, I now I'm trying now I'm sorry. Now I'm remembering that she does want it and and she's agreeing to it, but Dude, she but doesn't the, but know. But the upgrade to permanency was like yeah. a shiv in the back. Right. When she was like like yeah, sure, whatever it takes. Let me just see my kids. And the dad's like Yes, <laughs> permanent, yeah. forever. Yeah, yeah. And she, and I mean, much like us, we don't. She and us, we don't know a lot about conservatorships and what they actually entail. So again, she could, like you said, be just really swindled into this, and she's really just thinking this is, it's a good thing, or you know, I need this. I, I do need someone to handle my money because I do need help, and you know that's possibly is you know how where she's um coming from in agreeing to yeah it. so she was probably seeing it from like a positive helpful point of view but we all know the real reason right. the motive yeah. behind it we we all know 12 years later that this is a yeah. terrible idea but back then year you know year one or even month one she's saying agreeing yeah this is great i don't necessarily want my dad to be it but i mean i do need help and i do want people someone to help me out with my money and you know things like that so um there's also apparently court records um, where it does state the conservators can control who can and cannot visit her. She has to have security 24-7. Um, her conservator has access to her medical records and can communicate with her doctors. They can cancel her credit cards, take her house even, um, make recording in, uh, and make recording and TV deals for her. So, um, oh. That's... I all the power yeah 100 percent. which again just that's think that, everything just again think about this is supposed to be for elderly people that can't do anything so um i i do have in my notes here also it says there is speculation that she maybe have 
may have accepted the conservatorship deal because she was worried about seeing her kids. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. was kind of the stipulation. Yeah, and that's what they say in the documentary. Or the implied. Yeah, yeah, and that's what they say in the documentary. That's why, that's what people are speculating, which yeah. makes sense. Like, it's, it's kind of like when someone goes, look, if you just, if you plead guilty, we can get you from a 30 cents to just, yes. like, six like months. Like, the freaking, uh, what are they called? Chicago Five? Those five uh, black kids, you hear about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot what it's called. Yeah. Um, but yes. So, it's um, where it's like you don't want to do it, but in the interest of the long term, you're thinking. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and actually, once it is made permanent, a few weeks later, she does get visitation rights restored to see her kids. Um, the there is a lawyer that they interview in the documentary that says if the conservatee, which is Britney Spears, wants it gone, she'll need to petition for it to be gone and to be the conservatorship to be removed. Um, and as soon as she says that, the, uh, again, person behind the camera says, do you know of anybody that, you know, petitioned and it successfully went through? And the lawyer goes, well, not in any of the cases I've seen that any petition has been successfully um, processed and the conservatorship has been removed it never happened it hasn't happened in my well also because like you said if it's for elderly people i mean they don't get better yes and or they just they're dead before they can right yeah it's like and it's and it's the sad it's like a crazy person asking out of the asylum i was i was just about to say that oh my god i was literally just about to reference any you, you movie Chris person, <laughs> i was just about to say that yes it's just an, a, a, a a sane asylum person inside saying i'm not crazy and they go yeah sure but yeah. whatever will we petition go back to your room yeah they're going uh, <laughs> throw a dart at him <laughs> Um, so yeah, so that happens basically 2008. There is a documentary, I think, because then again, because her dad now has control over everything, he starts making TV deals for her and movie deals. And so she, she stars in How I Met Your Mother as a cameo and she starts, she goes on tour. She gets a Las Vegas residency. She's so busy, award shows, whatever. Right. Um, that's over the next few years, I believe. Now, again, she has to, he can make the deal, but she still has to agree to it, right? Yes. On a legal thing. Mm-hmm. So she can still decline any of these things he's setting up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But she's still worried, I think, I mean, again, speculation, still worried about her kids, seeing them. Like, Dad, Slave for You was just a fucking song, okay? <laughs> Relax. Because also, because he has control control over her state, he has control over finances. He can cancel her credit card at any moment. It's that weird thing of, hey, I booked you this TV deal. If she's, if you say no, though, I'm going to cancel your credit card. It could be that. It could be, you know, behind the scenes of that. Was he this. interviewed in this, too? Or did... No. So at the end of the whole documentary, they, they make a list of the people that they tried to reach out to or slash declined in the interview. And it was her whole family. Sure. Yeah. You know, um, and then at the end, they even put we made an attempt to reach out to her. And then it kind of goes black and then it pops up with words again. And it says we are un- we're unsure if it actually got to her. Like we're unsure if our request to talk to Britney Spears actually got to her. So the thing is, is that like we don't know for all we know. He could be making all the great choice, and the reason why she's succeeding today and still whatever is because he made all these choices. Oh, yeah. But then also, she could be in this prison silent hell. And again, we and and 
if he would just let her go, she could be free and she would be thriving personally and emotionally and financially without him. Yeah. It's kind of hard to know without an alternate universe to, to, to compare right. it to, you know? Right. Because, and because we, don't know, we don't know the details. Right. Because he could be like, here are all the deals and she could be like, oh my gosh, thank you. That's so fantastic. I'm so glad you booked me that Thank residency. you. Great. Yeah. But she could, she could just be like, but I really wanted... To, uh, I wanted waffles I wanted... this morning. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no soup for you. Celery instead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So and one of her, um, you know, throughout the documentary, they keep showing glimpses of uh, supporters from Britney, and they're you know petitioning outside the courthouse with little signs, hashtag Free Britney and whatnot. See, why does it say Free Britney? Are they talking about the conservatorship? They, yeah. So people are saying, and her her fans are saying that this conservatorship is basically. She, She's locked in this conservatorship and she can't get out. So that, that's where the hashtag free Britney came from. So, um, she has to know about this by now. Britney Spears. Yeah. Yeah. It's all over. Just wait. I'm getting uh, to that. Around in third base here. Okay. I am on my last two pages. <laughs> Page six, bitch. <laughs> okay. So, um, I think 2018. Now we're back in like, more present time modern time <laughs> <laughs> we're back to color no more black and white um okay so now instagram has become a thing right the rise of instagram stories she gets her own instagram and now it gives everybody a glimpse into her life and what she you know wants people to see oh she has an instagram she has an instagram I didn't know that yeah already. so she has an instagram and again because before instagram no one really knew what was going on with her besides right. when she's on stage because again conservatorship mm. so um there's also a whole section of this documentary, which it's not that big of a deal to go into this podcast, but um, there's a whole thing in the documentary where uh, when she gets her Instagram and because the, the people that do know about the conservatorship, they start to look into her Instagram and her Instagram posts that there's hidden messages in her Instagram posts. Um, oh, my God. Corner of the cop. Got it. <laughs> Ice cream. Corner of the cop. <laughs> Get the corner of my face. Um <laughs> So, so like, I'm sure you you watched it. Mm -hmm. Is it kind of ridiculous? Like, it's just a lamppost. It's not an eye. Yeah, it's or like I, are people are, are they reaching like a lost episode? I could see that they're reaching, but I could also see that it's it's true. So the so I wrote down one of the quotes. Um, there is a picture of um <laughs> she posted on Instagram um a picture. Oh, I think it says wall. She posted a picture of a hole in the wall, I guess. And then the caption to that picture was, quote, there's always a way out, end quote. Okay, that's very clearly. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. Right, okay, so there, there's right. just different posts like that. That's not even fucking subtle. There's no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. So yeah. there's there is these two women. <laughs> it's I, like, this prisoner took a picture of a toilet and a stick of dynamite, hashtag tonight's the night. <laughs> Okay, okay. I think I can figure this one out, guys. Oh, God. So, yeah. So, then people, obviously, because of those different posts, I mean, there's another one where she, uh, you know, there's, like, a, ro a rose, and she goes, isn't this a pretty flower? And then she, like, dips it in water and then kind of squishes it, and she goes, it's just soap, though. It's just soap. It's not no longer a rose anymore. And little, you know, there's some that are She's more. Like, it's not soap anymore, and my dad controls it. <laughs> And he's and then, killing it. And I mean, and people even go to the extreme of commenting on our things. And they said, 
Britney, if you need help, wear blue. And then, like, in her next Instagram live, she's wearing blue. And, ah. You know, so there's there's some that are more stretched and reaching like that. Yeah. And then there's ones that are a little more obvious, like this hole in the wall. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of hard to tell. Um, but I would say yes. that if they were all wrong, she would probably be the first person. She would be the first person to be like, guys, relax. I appreciate your love and attention. But it's just fucking relax. I cannot wait to get to my last page. (laughs) (laughs) Pace yourself. Um, Okay. You can tell I haven't watched it. I know, but I'm just so excited. Well, honestly, I'm going so in-depth into this. My eight pages is the hour and 15 minutes of the documentary. So you don't need to watch it anymore. You can just pay attention to me. So, uh, 2018, her fans and loyal people outside, they basically say, you know what? It's been, what, uh, 10 years now? She's a grown-ass woman. She's fit to work. She's making so much money. She doesn't need this conservatorship anymore. Um, 2019, she was actually supposed to announce a second Vegas residency, which Vegas residencies are huge, you know, Celine yeah, Dion. Yeah, I remember whatever. that. Yeah. yeah, so she was supposed to announce that. It was a huge thing, a crowd. She was supposed to perform a concert and then at the end announce that she was going to be performing at this thing, whatever. Um, she basically gets, like, hoisted up on the stage. The light shines on her and she walks through the crowd and then exits. And everyone says that was the moment where she said, enough is enough. I'm no longer performing for you. Until, like, this shit's resolved. Um, well, that sucks for everyone who paid yeah, $900 no, a ticket. Yeah, so watching it was so cringy when they showed it. Oh, on they the docu- show it? Yeah, they showed it on the documentary. She literally, the lights go up, and then she just walks down the stage, and they, the her little security just follows her, and she just walks down the aisle of the crowd and then leaves and gets into a limo. And Dude, leaves. imagine the conversation she was having, like, five minutes back. She's leading up to shit. Guys, tonight's tonight. <laughs> Hashtag tonight's thing. Hashtag free me. I'm wearing all blue. We're going to do this shit. And the bodyguards are like, look, you fucking pay. We will do whatever. Look, as long as the paycheck comes on Friday, I'll follow you wherever where we're going. Going down the aisle, aisle nine? Aisle yeah. nine. And the thing is, I think, um, I don't know if you know, um, I forgot his name. Ka- I think it's Kalen. Uh, he's that um, skinny a guy that is super funny. Um, that's on Ellen. Anyways. They just show a clip of him where, you know, he's interviewing people in the crowd. Are you guys excited to see her perform? And it's one of those where there's people, I mean, they're filming it live. Like, you know, let's go see. We're going to, Brittany's going to perform. And she just walks straight through the crowd and gets in the car and leaves. Is everybody booing? I don't think everyone booed, but. Oh, that was part of the show, probably. <laughs> like, and then she's going to pop up from the sky and fall down. And like, I don't, I, people, you could just tell everyone was so confused. They were waiting for her to come back. The people, you know, they're live. They just had the mic. They're just looking around. You know, is she coming back? It was, it was weird. After that. The backup singers are still dancing. <laughs> they go, okay, one, later. two, three. <laughs> we are here for you. I'm <laughs> toxic. Slip it on. <laughs> Hit me, baby. <laughs> One more time. Let's go again. Encore. <laughs> um, okay, so after that, she disappears from social media for three months. Then she posts on Instagram with the quote, we all need to take a little, we all need to take time for a little me time, end quote. Um, this was 2019? 19. I didn't hear about I know. any of How this could I shit? not know about anything? Yeah, I have. I've never. I never. I didn't know shit. So she she 
post that again the conspirators come out at the end of that caption was a smiley face and not an emoji one of those uh dot dot parentheses like colon yeah colon yeah and conspirators say she never uses that she only uses emojis really weird um after that post a few days later it's announced that she checked herself into a mental facility so again conspirators are saying they think that she had slash has been in that mental facility for longer than just the we just checked in they think she had like was put there for the two three months she was off social media um even though they're just now announcing it so then apparently um anonymous person called into the podcast that was kind of all about the conspiracies of her instagram Mm -hmm. and this anonymous person called in and said hey i can't announce myself but i can tell you i'm really close to her and you know everybody involved and i can i can confirm that she has been in the facility for months without her permission so so that's illegal yes and i mean again it's an anonymous you don't know if it's real fake everyone just blows up though you know oh my god that i believe is when people started to protest outside the court hashtag free britney Hashtag free Britney from this mental facility. Hashtag free Britney from this conservatorship. Just leave, like, let her be. Um, I believe at that point, her dad breaks the silence and says the hashtag free Britney movement is a joke. Um, She's, you know, she's not under control or blah, blah. It's all a joke. It's stupid. Yeah, that's not the source you're going to listen to. Yeah. He could be telling the truth. Yeah, but yeah, that's not but what people are gonna find. Yeah. Like, of course you're going to right. say that and i think he broke he quote broke his silence but from what they show in the documentary it was his lawyer that was like talking for him he wasn't even on the interview yeah, it was weird that's really. it, it, like um, hey d- does uh does the nanny beat the children well the nanny says no <laughs> okay well <laughs> then that's, okay it's right that's not yeah. the source you're gonna listen to on that so, so um pointless. then somewhere at that point um kevin federline which is her ex- bubbles out now <laughs> he apparently had an altercation with britney's dad and filed um a restraining order against her dad recently or yeah, from it, years ago you know in, tw- in 2019 when when this what whole, the fuck is yes. happening yes. with you guys yes um so that for some reason happened he said they had an altercation a physical you know altercation he's doesn't want him around his sons or whatnot but so he himself thought it was a machine